0: Welcome to the Refresh Podcast, a refresh look at life spiritual applications. I'm here with my co-hosts, Anthony Sanders and Jeff Sherrill. I am Jonas Adams. How you all doing today, man?
1: Good, man. Good, man. First try, you nailed
0: it. You did. Thanks.
1: I mean, this, two, this is like three episodes in a row where you done done shot, one-shot Jody. He's on fire.
2: On fire. Yeah. NBA and Jam I'm, style. Yeah. Pretty sure I'm going to mess up the clothes, but it's all good. No, nah, you right. got this, man. I got total faith in you almost. I appreciate okay.
1: it.
0: <laughs> so, somewhat, somewhat partial total faith. Right, right, right. Exactly. Well, Indir- it's been a while. Ind- indifferent. It's been a while yeah. since our last communication, man. How your brother's been doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. About yourself? I'm good. I'm good, man. You know, uh, here's another NPR update. I have switched shows. I'm no longer on Weekend, All Things Considered. Now I am on All Things Considered. So I'm not not working weekends anymore. Now I'm just strictly Monday through Friday. That's a, you got a nine to five now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I do. I have a nine to five. So do you still help Michelle out with her show at all? Or is it mostly working on the day, the weekday show?
0: I'm on a show, another show now. It's actually, what I was on is the weekend version of the show I'm on now. So Essentially, it's still the same show, but it is a different crew. I'm not right there with Michelle anymore, but we, you know, there's nothing, it's nothing for me to still help her with the show if she needs
2: it. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Got you. I love that though, man. that's come up. That's huge. It's like, it sounds like a promotion to me. I mean, well, the, the thing
0: is, that. is that I'm switching positions. I was assistant producer before, and now I'm training to be a director. So that's the promotion part of it. That, that it is
1: a promotion. Yeah, he went from a he went from a ten day contract to a full season contract.
0: There you right. go, there you go. Pick, hopefully, we pick hopefully I don't pull here a here hamstring. Play what, <laughs> what, what's everybody <laughs> blowing there? Achilles? Uh, their Achilles? Their Achilles, their ACLs. That, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Hopefully, I don't tear ACLs. Something. No, just make sure
2: you stretch and drink milk. There you go. See, it's good to have doctors around. Yeah, you know, we good for something. Jeff, how you doing, man? If I'm being honest, the real, I am exhausted. I have been pulled in about a thousand different directions. Um, uh, Since we got back from Africa, it seems like I've been on the go. And so I am on fumes most days. So um, the fact that I even had the energy to do this today, I'm pretty happy about. But it's not a negative thing. It's just I've been it just seems like there's been no days off since I got back from from overseas. So otherwise, everything is great.
0: Is it a thing of where, like, you went out of town. I don't even want, that doesn't sound like out of town to me. You went to Africa. <laughs> you know, out of town is, oh, yeah, we're going to Atlanta. You know, but you <laughs> went to Africa. I don't want to, that's, that's saying out of town is just, no. Didn't, didn't do it doesn't do with the justice. It, it right? does not do with the justice. There we go. Gotcha. So you went to Africa. So I'm guessing that you had to, like, push appointments either back um, before or after. So now, like, it's after that. So now, like, you're extra busy. Because everybody booked well, their appointments after the trip.
2: I mean, that's part of it. Okay. Um, the other part of it is, is I've I've, I've picked up uh, another contract, so I'm working for another company um, from home, which is cool. But it's just it that keeps me busy. And then um, I've I've done probably three funerals in the past two months. Yeah, it's exhausting. Those, those drain you. Those drain you. So that's like every other Friday. Um, at one point, and then I got another one coming up this coming Friday um family family members and and members of the church uh, the the church I pastors older population um and so you know I wasn't close to the first two funerals I did but this person that just passed away I'm, i was I'm much closer to mm-hmm. so yeah it, that, that's the draining part of it's just having to readjust after every time you do one of those funerals and it just it just kind of pulls it out of you now you yeah. don't get a chance to settle no no. Because it it takes it, it takes a work day and turns it into um, you know, kind of an emotionally accessible exactly. and draining day. So Fridays normally kind of lighthearted in the office when I'm counseling, but But and I I try to keep some of my cases on Fridays. Most of them, I try to keep them light so that I'm not carrying weight into the weekend. Um, But when I have to do a funeral on a Friday, it's like, man, you just forget all that. That's that's just what the rest of the weekend is going to
1: look like. Yeah. And then, you know, even if the person's not that close to you, the person who asked you to do the funeral is close, would be close enough to you for that. It would matter to you that this family member has passed. So that doesn't really give you a chance to grieve if you're either with or for that person. Yeah. If you're just like doing one after the other.
2: Yeah. And 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 here's the thing. It's like death in general. I think once you have to be around it as much as I do now, uh, death in general is is the draining experience. People are just. It, it's hard on them mm-hmm. and you recognize how hard it is on you. And then if you have any history um, with losing a relative mm-hmm. or a loved one, it's almost like you re-traumatize every time you spend time with a family that's grieving because mm-hmm. you know exactly how they feel or pretty close to how they feel. So it is what it is though. I'm, yeah. I'm bouncing back as best I can looking forward to this uh, second week in June where I can uh, get my, uh, get me some much needed rest. Yeah, Yeah. please
0: get that rest because even if you are asked to do a funeral for a family that you may not be close to, like let's say they may not just be a regular at the church, but they come and then they ask you to do the funeral, right? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem like something you can phone in (laughs) and go through the motions with, you know, like even if you may not, like you just know them, but maybe you weren't that all that close to the family, it's still like draining, Mm-hmm. i would imagine like you just can't like you know how some people can go to work and you know like man i'm chilling today i am i'm gonna play around on facebook you know and then they could just pick up the slack tomorrow or something to of that effect this isn't one of those things mm-hmm. no, this ain't that. You, no. yeah this it's ain't not. that where you can just go up there and just say mm-hmm. whatever or just say a scripted thing and you know go through the motions and then just go you know you go home and chill and watch the game
2: like it ain't it's not it's not that at all it's like, not not that at all and um, yeah, there, there's no phoning it in. There's there's no being emotionally cut off from people. You're there. You're experiencing it. So you know, I mean, that's the that's the nature of society. That's the nature of how um, death and life work. And then everybody grieves different. So there's a, mm-hmm. that too. So I mean, there's just it's just, there's a lot of layers to it. I don't want to pull us down in that direction because I know we said we were going to be lighthearted, but that's what I'm dealing with. So right, I, I'm, right, I'm good right. though. I'm, I'm 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 recovering. And I'm, I'm, again, like I said, once I get to that second week of uh, June. I'm going to
1: be great. Great. Yeah. Well, we're praying gotcha. for you anyway, brother, because, um, you know, you, you, we've talked about it on this here podcast before uh, we got to take care of our mental health. And um, sometimes you don't get a chance to, when you take time, especially when you already took some time off for that. I, I know Jeff and I have talked a lot about how our trips to Africa are a form of self-care for for us. Um, So you've taken some self-care time and then you come back and like Jonas was talking about things get pushed back and now you got to play catch up a little bit. And then you add this other stuff to it. This, uh, you know, just make, we just got to make sure we're keeping ourselves ourselves. And I know that'll be easier said than done, but uh, y'all know as well as I do how much, how important that is.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, let's get into our actual topic for today. (laughs) For sure, for (laughs) sure. Yeah, we jumped in heavy. But um, yeah, the topic was suggested by brother Anthony Sanders that we talk about social media. And I'm anxious to see um, what sparked this idea and what angle he's going to jump in this from.
1: Well, it ends up being like, how should we manage our social interactions? And that ends not really that that lighthearted of a topic, (laughs) but... (laughs) Uh, we can make it that if we really wanted to. So social media. When we were in college, um, the Internet was just taken off
2: and it wasn't rude. <laughs> we didn't
0: know. We didn't know it could be. Well, I would say that it definitely was rude, but your circle was smaller. You weren't just so open to the world yet. You were just talking to each other for the most part.
1: You had yeah, your uh, yeah.
0: you had your AOL
1: chat rooms and your Yahoo right. chat rooms, and if you really wanted to reach out to uh, get with some people, some like minded people, you could you could try to do that. Right. Um, there was this. I don't know what I don't know what y'all um, remember, but um, there was a. It was a like a there was MySpace, of course, but then there were like versions of MySpace black planet um mm-hmm. there was one that was like college something college
0: i'll well, tell right you what i like am tell you exactly what it was when we first got to college i know for me anthony speaking this was 1998. Uh-huh. first thing i didn't even have an email address until i got on campus you and, and me both. one of my one of my classmates helped me get an email address okay now i got an email address i think the very first piece of i guess social media i got on was black planet and then right mm-hmm. after that was College Club. College Club. That's exactly what it was. Somebody I got on
1: College Club first. Yep. Because everybody was talking about how basically we could communicate with each other on campus, but not mm-hmm. be uh, next to each other or something like that. And it was just, you know, it was all like how cool you can make your page. That was a whole point. Yep. <laughs> you could play music on your background. You could have like, that was when uh, like GIFs. Or GIFs, however you want to say them. I don't where, know how to say it either. It's GIF, but we'll we'll move on from that. But, but <laughs> that's when you know making those live action, and we were like legit learning how to code,
0: but making pages. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Do um,
1: not ask me how to do that right now.
0: Right. <laughs> but, I was definitely co- uh, I was definitely coding before I knew what coding was. But by the time MySpace came around, yeah. But, um, as far as like uh, Black Planet. They made it really simple. It just, you know, they you did. Get, you pick your templates and, you know, you would kind of look on other people's pages mm-hmm. and kind of get an idea from that. Like I will come up with my name here. I'm going to give myself a little description. Mm-hmm. What school I go to, I might put um, I'm going I'm to find somebody with a scanner. Oh, my God. I sound <laughs> <ignorant>. <laughs> you do. Because <laughs> there were no camera phones. There were no camera phones. We didn't even have cell phones like that. Like everybody no. didn't have one you were you were legit lord i am 41. at the top. you were
1: you were at holy the top moly. of the you're at the top of the uh of the hill you were the king of the hill if you had yourself a cell phone for real all you on, really on had on
0: campus in 98 was your you had money phone <laughs> you had the phone in your door with an actual answering machine on it holy moly try to catch people slipping
1: <laughs> when they call you're like hello Jeez, oh who's god. this again? Okay, moving forward. <laughs> I'm getting depressed. Nah, <laughs> I, I'll remember that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so direct. I'm just playing. I ain't even
1: here. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, and leave your message after the tone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! And <laughs> long pauses. sounds so ancient. Yeah. We do. Man. So and it that worked.
1: You. That That was, it, that was the original
2: social media.
1: It was. <laughs> But it worked for us. You would really catch
2: people. Um, you,
1: <laughs> but, you know, when you were, oh you get a couple of people, oh, the whole, me. the whole idea was trying to be, the whole idea was trying to be like getting people to click on your page and really just see, they may or may not say something to you. They may or may not connect with you. Uh, most of the people that I ended up being, I didn't even know Jonas had a, a Black Planet uh page yeah until like way later club. <laughs> until way later
0: so i'm gonna tell you what our main motivation was with black planet in like college be club be honest man we was trying to find some girls
2: <laughs> we was there trying to,
0: and you trying to find an easier way to talk to girls on your campus you're trying yep. to find an easier way to connect with the girls In the campuses around you, uh, um, uh, other HBCUs or just Mm -hmm. other close colleges around your city or your state or what have you. That was the absolute main purpose of social media, even the chat rooms. You were trying to see who like Yahoo chat. He's going yahoo chat, AOL chat, right. black
2: planet has wow. chat rooms. Man, yeah. oh man, they are relics, man. We are holy relics mo- to a generation when it comes to this. I'm saying holy, holy moly so I don't ones. say holy something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's, both of them are holy. Um, but yeah, man, that's crazy. I'm cuz in my mind I remember having black planet. I didn't have college um the college one cuz I mean I I stayed at home and lived from home so it was like I was living at mm-hmm. home and working, so it didn't, I didn't have that, but um, I had a MySpace page.
0: Um, yeah.
2: I I can't even, and here's how, here, you're complaining about being 41 and remembering all these things. I remember them and don't remember how they even worked. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting here trying to remember, like, what did we do on MySpace? I remember what did
0: we all of it, it vividly. Planet?
2: Man. It, I never I got remember, into
0: MySpace. I yeah, did a MySpace. But see, things. I'm gonna get to MySpace in a minute because MySpace was a complete game changer. But we skipped yeah. over when Facebook was just colleges. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I never got on it. Cause I the reason I didn't, I felt mm-hmm. like I was already on Black Planet, I'm already on College Club. And it really was just my whole goal, it wasn't that because I was on HBCU and I had there was there were opportunities to talk to people. I'll leave it at that. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> well done. Well played. So, so I, it was just literally how cool could I make my page? Right. And that was it. I couldn't I couldn't have cared less what other people thought about it. I had a, a spinning silver skull on a black background with like flames in the back. And I was like, that's dope. And I had um, <laughs> I had some music playing on the background. So as soon as you click on the page, I feel like it was Wu-Tang at the time. Uh, um, in fact, likely. it was most likely. Um Bells of War. I had Bells of War playing That is my from page. the Wu-Tang Forever album. Oh, you already know. <laughs> you already didn't know. Not bad uh, And so I was, it was literally this, how cool could I do this? Because it looked cool to me. Mm-hmm. And I spent all, we spent all our time at Fisk. Well, I won't say all of our time. But we spent a good portion of our time at Fisk on the yard, just chilling and, and talking like that. That's yep. how we, that was our social media. Yeah. We <laughs> and Beyond. we went,
0: we was on, we was on our yard at jack state trying to talk to people but it was also like hey man if you click this little tab <laughs> this will give you all the girls at tugaloo college this will give you all the girls at millsaps millsaps is a, a, a is a white university in the middle of jackson This one will give you all the girls at Mississippi State. That's an hour and a half away. Mm
2: -hmm. This
0: one will give you Ole Miss. This one will give you Grambling. This one will give you Xavier. That's in New Orleans, boy. Boy. (laughs) I can guarantee you
1: that somebody at Fisk was doing that same thing because we had TSU down the road, Vanderbilt down the road,
0: Lane College. Uh, this give all the girls at Alcorn. This yeah. give you all the girls at <laughs> Mississippi Valley State. Look, someone's this, excited about this. This new was movie. what we did, man. <laughs> He's reminiscent. He's reminiscent. did not to mention. I oh yeah, reminisce, reminisce. this girl in my class, but I don't know. I to talk to her. So you know, I'm. I'm gonna hit her up on here. Hey, girl, First, I like your. I like your page, girl. Contact. Hey, man, you got the notes from this class today? Hey, <laughs> what time you going to the cab? You know, Such yeah, you going lie. to this party? <laughs> you know. <it's, laughs> It's how you initiate contact. <laughs> so I started thinking about
1: our interactions with social media because uh, now we've got, of course, the primary social media outlets are your Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, TikTok. And TikTok. I, I don't really count, I don't know why, but it doesn't always jump well, up because it's not because so
0: interactive. Well, the thing about TikTok is that it's really not geared towards us. It is more now. like yeah. You see more people our age getting on TikTok now because it's become so popular. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the initial form of TikTok when it got introduced to this country was straight for the kids. Yeah. You know, as we get older, our attitude is, man, I am not going to join another social media page. But Legit. the kids are like, "The whatever the new one is, I'm getting on that one.
2: Yeah. yeah so but it, it doesn't... It doesn't
1: really register as Snapchat, it though, because we, yeah
0: we talk about them yeah because those
1: because those are more like I'm telling you something and you can like it you can wave hands at it, put some emojis underneath it mm-hmm. but I'm you know I'm doing a video uh, I've seen these TikTok videos and it's straight one way communication you know what I
0: mean yeah, right like feeling that
1: yeah I'm showing you what I want you to see and then you can respond to it if you want to and I can respond to your response mm-hmm. but on Twitter.
0: I can type something, and I can immediately start having a conversation with somebody. I think the other allure of TikTok, and like I only have a TikTok page because my son has a TikTok page that shows how old yeah. I am, but um, because <laughs> I was of that same attitude, I'm not getting on another social media. <laughs> but um, the, I think the allure of it is it's more automatic to feed mm-hmm. you things, like the algorithm feeds you more things that you're not following
2: in mm. hopes that you
0: will be interested in it whereas instagram and twitter you have to actually actively follow somebody for the most yeah. part yeah because tiktok has been so successful you know how that goes with the follow method everybody else is kind of following their method now too of kind of force feeding you more stuff that you didn't even know existed tiktok mm-hmm. is pretty much all that like if you watch a video from your friend right after that video is done here come 10 more of something similar gotcha you see, it's like way more instant with the algorithm with the algorithms and where it will feed you all type of videos all day long. Like you watch a funny video of a man getting hit in the groin with the football, mm. that's what your next 10 videos gonna be. Even
1: if even if that's not like a topic that you suggested that right. you liked on or anything, you just watched it and I really right. liked it. Because what Twitter seems to do, and uh y'all correct me if I'm wrong, because Twitter is the only uh social media that I'm active on. Um I like a I like a tweet and then it might suggest other people. Like if if Jonas free tweets something um, and I like it, mm-hmm. then it'll suggest that person for me to follow. So I can maybe see more of that person's tweets. Or it'll send me more tweets that are similar to it. Like maybe you should follow this person and maybe you should like this one and mm-hmm. other people like this too. Um, and but but with, with TikTok, it sounds like
0: you start watching something they just assume you like it yeah, it's like they just something don't else send you home. <laughs> right okay you know it's not like you pick your own timeline and some other stuff gets suggested no it's like especially if you ain't got a whole lot of followers or yeah. a whole lot of people following you to like, here check this out next mm. check this other video out next you know it's like real quick with it yeah but because uh, i haven't I I have,
1: have it's like, it's odd well i i haven't gotten on um TikTok, yeah. My daughter is on it all the time. I'm starting to, uh, I was thinking of going to another social media platform when my children got on it. Cause everybody would always tell me I need to get on Facebook. I need to get on Facebook. I'm like, I'm gonna get on that. Cause it sounded very toxic. That was before Twitter and before Twitter became as toxic as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cesspool in that thing. Um, but I said, when I get when my kids start joining social media, cause I just, Poorly, I made an assumption that Facebook was going to be the dominant thing for generations to come. And it is still fairly dominant, but my daughter ain't asked to get a Facebook page. She's only asked to get old folks. And that's what I'm seeing. So, but with Facebook, I knew that I could have the potential at least to monitor it a little bit, just to make sure Mm -hmm. that she wasn't being preyed on. Right. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, because it's social media what it has done. And uh, there's been a lot of negatives that it's done, but you know, you can be anybody behind them keyboards. Exactly. And that's the scary part of it. And you can present yourself as a 13 year old girl that has the same interests as you. And well, we should connect with each other. And the next thing you know, um, they ride and they bike to a park to
0: meet somebody and don't come home. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely correct. So it looks like you just made the case for yourself to join TikTok. Well, and my concern—I know I
1: did—but my <laughs> concern is I don't know how to—I don't know how to monitor it so much. Like I did go through because my daughter is 13. All right, mm-hmm. Megan okay. The Stallion, Cardi B, Saweetie—those ladies, very successful young lady, Nicki Minaj, very good at what they do apparently, and uh, are very influential apparently, yeah. but they do not, it, and I think. I think Cardi B actually got uh, a little bit of controversy some time ago because like her daughter was listening. She she said something about her daughter not listening to her music because she was like, I don't make my music for my daughter because she's (laughs) she's a child. And I think I feel like that's what happened with it. But my child
0: doesn't need to be so we so um, Weedy ended it up and cardi b yeah, ended it I up mean, and Megan the the stallion in it up as much as people get on cardi b's case i'm i haven't heard what you just said but i believe that that sounds like right on brand for cardi because cardi got some sense she, she does, does. She sure very seems blunt like it. and she's very out there in the open with everything but she said similar stuff like that and that makes sense for her to say that and like, also, why would you even ask that? Hey, do you let your daughter listen to your music? Um, this ain't for kids. Right. Like, if you letting your kids listen to it, that's on you as a parent, but, yeah, you know, clean terrible. versions or whatever. But <laughs> no, this ain't for her.
1: Yeah. You so know? I went I went through my daughter's TikTok just because I feel like that's my responsibility to make sure that she's doing all right. Oh, well, first of all, you ain't even got to explain that. but no. Well, you're you know, absolutely right. I went through it. And yeah. I just got rid of some people that I thought she probably shouldn't be watching
0: their TikTok videos because they don't put on clothes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> say it. I want to, they don't put on clothes. <laughs> I would like my daughter influenced by uh, different people. Now, they, like I said, On a on a on a platform like TikTok, where they just literally overload you with it. Once yeah. you kind of pick that lane, you get overloaded and bombarded with those images and then yeah. other similar images like that. And I know somebody is gonna, you know, say, Well, you know, you could, they're 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 uh multimillionaire, successful entrepreneurs. Like and I okay, appreciate their business acumen. I totally get it, but that doesn't mean that they should be bombarded with that. Well, and on top of it, it ain't
1: like they're doing uh TED Talks on their tiktok pages
0: they're not doing <laughs> yeah they're definitely not breaking down their business acumen on there no you know, they're not, they're not explaining how they got into the business the business are... portfolio and yeah how do they make that a song in smart. the studio no that was they're
1: not smart. talking about what the stock is doing they're not talking about how to uh you know the uh
0: the uh, music the last, theory, the last <laughs> endorsement deal they got, and what the contract oh. negotiation
2: was, and how it's they how they secured the bag, how they flipped it, they just yeah, it's a little different. Exactly, it's just more of the it's more of the brand, and that's what social media is about. Um, is is about the branding for the most part in a lot of those areas. Um, when it comes to the, some of these artists and things of that nature, that's what, or at least that's what it's become. Um, and one of the things I wanted to tap into and what you were just saying, um both of you is that um, it's intended to be that way. From a psychological standpoint, these people have people on their staff that understand that if we push this type of market and brand, we guarantee that we're gonna get this many more seconds of them scrolling with that thumb. And so if they like this, the algorithm is set up that way so that I can attract you to do this longer and longer. Mm -hmm. Um, The more time spent on social media, the more likely it is that you're gonna go to um, pages that are aligned with the social media uh, of your choice. And uh, every now and then you're going to click into an advertisement that's going to allow for you to be uh, basically bombarded with more of those ads. Um, and and that's how they kind of build the whole conglomerate. So the, they need for you to stay on there so you can click into more advertisements because the advertisements are how they get paid. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's all set up to essentially draw um, a person into the thing that they just figured out that they like. And so, especially with the kids, when our kids are on social media uh, and they're looking at something that's probably definitely not for them in terms of their age group and their their maturity level, um, getting bombarded with that is a a psychological um, brainwash of sorts that begins to tell them that this is okay, this is acceptable. Um, to look at, but at some point they may even be ingesting the idea that I can do that one day and yeah. not necessarily be Cardi B in terms of the 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 business icon that she's becoming. But be Cardi B in terms of the public figure and demonstration of who she is from that out, outward personality. So um, absolutely.
0: Have you guys seen a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma? I have not. I heard about it, though. It's about this, isn't it? It's phenomenal, and it's exactly about this. It is phenomenal. Have you seen it, Jeff? I have not. They touched on a lot of different things with social media um, as far as, um, let's just, well, we were just talking, Anthony was talking about his daughter being on TikTok. Not only are we talking about you know, these young ladies who happen to be entrepreneurs, but they might be um, a little scantily clad. They have some great songs danceable songs that are good for the clubs and whatnot, but you know, they might be, you know, dressed inappropriate for a child. Let's just put it mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the psychological effects of that as well, when you're talking about um the pictures that they post and the filters that are put on them, Instagram mm-hmm. models and things of that nature. And now what you have is a young girl who is comparing her features to that of a grown woman with a professional photographer and a professional, um, um, makeup artist and, then and a throwing, filter and throwing 10 more. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was going throwing 10 filters on top of that thing and giving them unrealistic expectations of beauty mm-hmm. now. And they talk about the effect that that was having on young girl's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, she might post a picture she think is cute and she doesn't get, uh, a, a bunch of likes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or it's not getting a bunch of views or attention or whatever. So then she puts some filters on and changes, you know, makes it look like she has all makeup, things like that. And then she starts to get more likes. And then she's thinking that what she sees in the mirror is not good enough or is not deemed pretty. And how that factors into um, self-esteem and suicide rates. Mm. When I tell you this documentary was phenomenal. It's really, really good, and was, it touches on a lot the of stuff. What's name of it again? It's called the Social Dilemma. I think I got it right. It came out like a year or two ago. You
1: did. You got it right. I looked yeah. it up. Okay. So
0: it came out in like twenty twenty.
1: Yes. Yes. Like right in the middle of the pandemic. It's gotcha. really good. So we're t- we, I talk about it from because uh, I have a daughter. I have an oldest daughter, but Jonas, you have an older. Your oldest child is a boy. Mm-hmm. Is male. Um. What about from his like
0: parenting from that perspective? Absolutely. Like, um, and I was going to touch on that too, since we started off with our our young queens. You no, know, our young kings are just as uh, susceptible. Am I using that word right? Susceptible, susceptible. That yes. you were close. The brothers, you know, the the, the doctors, and the, you know, y'all. Get me right. Get me together. We we own it. We own it. Yeah. Um, they're just as susceptible to those <laughs> type of images brother? as well, because um, when they're looking at these people flashing all this money. Mm flashing all these chains that may or may not be real. Mm. And, you know, you look at the type of clothes that they have on, they're posting guns, they got these skinny jeans and they sagging. And then you look up and you see that they're wearing their clothes like that. Mm. And you see that they're um, talking like that and trying to walk like that and trying to get the haircut like that. It's exactly the same thing as a young girl trying to throw 80 filters on her picture. Mm. And they thinking that this is what they have to look like in order to, you know, gain attention. Yeah, from the girls and whatnot. And this is how they have to act, and not not even realizing that a lot of that is just a facade. Yeah, you no, know, these you know, a lot of people they they not really living that life either. You know, you see somebody like Takashi Six Nine get on the court, get in the courts, and start snitching on everybody. It was never <laughs> a gangster in the first place, <laughs> right? You know, it's just it's just a lot of uh, fake it till you make it going on. But our kids don't know it's fake yet, yeah, they're just looking at it, and everybody's screaming, they' so real. So they're thinking that this is real, and this is how these people really are. You know, not just when they take the picture or do the video, but this is how they are twenty four seven. So this is mm-hmm. how they need to act twenty four seven. That's crazy. but not, but not un, not
1: uh, like unbelievable. you know, it's 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 mm-hmm. it reminds me. I used to be a big. Uh, it was WWF when we were growing up, and I was a real uh, big fan. I was always mad because my parents would never uh, get the pay per
0: view for the WrestleMania and oh all that. Man, <laughs> I think I asked <laughs> maybe twice to get Royal. Oh, I asked once and never <laughs> asked again. Like this is just never yeah. going to happen.
1: Yeah, it was a no, and don't ask anymore after the one mm-hmm. time because I um, and my dad actually it was it was at that t- the first time I asked. He was like, you know, he just told me that it wasn't real. I was like, oh my god!
2: You just ruined your your channel. Oh Japanese. my god!
0: My Man, mom didn't it watch it enough to know that whether it was real or not. Like that never really was on her radar. But what she did was tell me how much the things cost to order. <laughs> no. I ain't paying no fifty dollars for this. What wrestle what? No, it was
1: no. We're not doing that. And then when he saw I was upset, he was like, it's not real anyway. I was like, no, <laughs> no,
2: it's not real. Look at I face. was devastated. to Claus I mean, is not real. Obviously. Are parents supposed to say that to their children? Listen,
1: <laughs> let me tell you about the realists that I grew up with. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously the physical activity and stuff is real, but you know, they don't just like wrestling is, I, I, is a soap opera and they, uh, yep. the storylines and all that. And like their characters are just that they're characters. hmm they're they're uh actors on the screen yep and this reminds me of that like they uh need to know they need to understand but how you tell them that i mean that's a parenting (laughs) choice how and when you tell them that but they need to understand that this is not based in reality like yeah Yeah. even even the uh it, it didn't devastate me but it shocked me a little bit when i found out that you know when Uh, celebrities are going to like movie premieres and all these different kind of premieres and award shows that the dresses that they wear are not theirs nope
0: the jewels they got on especially not the jewels are very much borrowed sometimes they'll let them keep sometimes they'll let them keep the dress or keep the garments but here's the kicker they can't wear it again anyway no it's like a one and done thing where where else could they wear that (laughs) They're not going going to the mall in the gowns, huh? They can't wear it. It's like a prom dress. You can't wear the prom dress again. You can't wear the wedding dress again. You know, this is a one and done. You know, a guy might be able to get off of a suit, but really, they ain't going to wear that suit no more because even if they try, you know, if they wore it's like a fancy event, you know, these Met Gals and Grammy Awards, Oscars and stuff like that, they can't wear that no more because then it's like, oh, he had that suit on at the the other event.
1: Your boy definitely ain't wearing that suit again that he got as uh a... his chin rocked in.
0: <laughs> See, we <laughs> ain't gonna we ain't say ain't no names. That. No, we won't. Everybody know what you're talking about anyway. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it brought it brought him bad luck. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that we learn that, you know, the two fairy ain't real and all that stuff way later. And then all of a sudden we start, it's the ripple effect of what yeah. else ain't real. What else ain't real, you know? And uh, a lot of this stuff on social media is not real. I'll even put it to the point of <laughs> YouTube. And how we are watching like um these uh families that are supposedly you know filming themselves, and you know this is our day we you know we're we're a, this is the family, and this is what we do on a day to day basis, you know it's supposed to be spontaneous, of, yeah, it's supposed to be like oh, we just turned the camera on and did this funny crazy thing, and you know? oh yeah. my goodness, you know but you can hear and go in the background exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that stuff ain't real either but you know you got a bunch of kids a bunch of parents that watch a bunch of parents yeah. that watch these families and then like look at their own families like dang man we need to be we're not doing it we're not doing enough hmm. that's a whole another avenue of social media we keep talking about the impression it has on the kids as if yeah. they don't have an impression on these on, uh, on us adults as well that well, we're not making enough money yeah, like we're not um, feeding our families. Right. Uh, we're not raising our kids. Right. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. We uh, we're not hustling with our kids enough. We should, um, mm-hmm. you know, get our kids to get a sponsorship with some company. And oh, I'm I'm going to film my kids playing with these toys. Yeah. Y'all remember you know? Levi? the
1: What? Y'all remember Vine? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And that little girl that went crazy, went viral. Do it for the Vine. I ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. And how many copycats were there from that?
0: <sighs> Millions. <laughs> Millions. Now, OK, now you remember how the algorithm used to just push your videos on Vine? Yeah. That's how it is on TikTok. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm gonna talk about MySpace again in a minute because we kind of skipped over it, but- uh, I wasn't on Vine either. Vine, I only started seeing more Vines once Twitter bought it. I liked Vine because it was amazing what people could pull off in six seconds. (laughs) The people that were really good at it and like Mm -hmm. would do like tricks and stuff with the camera and whatnot and do little skits in six seconds. I was like, yo, that was wildly entertaining. And it was six seconds worth of whatever. Wasn't TikTok only seven? I'm not sure. I think it may be longer. Hmm. I, I'm sure I've seen some TikTok videos that were longer than seven seconds. I'm almost positive of that. But. Um, I don't
1: know. One's my, yeah. We got, we got brothers that send us stuff and usually yeah. they're only about, maybe you're right. They are longer. I think we see some about 30, 30 seconds, <laughs> a minute and a half. right stuff. Right.
0: But, you know, we always talk about how we got to watch what our kids are doing on social media and kind of go in their accounts and make sure there's nothing inappropriate and make sure that they're not being influenced by the wrong things. But we also need to police ourselves
1: Mm -hmm.
0: on social media as well, because see make sure that we're not being influenced by the wrong things and, you know, attacking, you know, and uh, destroying our own self-esteem, you know, and not thinking that, Oh, I'm not, um, supplying enough for my family and you know my job ain't good enough <clears throat> i gotta go get me another job another side job and another side hustle because yeah. these pages i follow say i'm not hustling hard enough mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know i need to make sure my wife starts a makeup tutorial or mm-hmm. i'm not and people that do this by the way let me put that out there i'm just saying that it's not it's not know, for everybody not for everybody and these pages will make you think that you're not hustling hard enough. You're not raising your kids good enough because your kid don't got a Nickelodeon endorsement or some or a show. Right. You know, and you're not filming them enough. And, you know, your kid's not a model. So, you know, you 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 broke, mm. <laughs> you know, you and, you know, you first of all, the first thing they attack is your nine to five. Yeah. You know y'all man you you got a nine to five i wasn't built like that you know it couldn't be me i can't have a boss i'm my own boss you know yeah. they attack people that just got regular jobs as if that's something bad and, right bro, you're not hustling up in the stock market you ain't buying enough bitcoin yeah <laughs> you know it's that's <laughs> that's the that's the new one that's that it's that
1: uh Crypto. funny money that they electronic currency that can't nobody get a hand on yeah and
0: if man. you ain't do it if you're not doing that you're not doing life right yeah. It's like we're getting attacked from all angles and you know, it's real because like I've, my kids barely even watch TV anymore. Mm-hmm. On their phone or the iPad and I have to, or they playing a the game. Yep. But it's not like it was before when our parents was telling us get from in front of the TV and go outside so that, you know, you can't, it's not healthy. to be sitting in front of that TV. It's that not long. And it's not, they're right. But now we're flipping and telling them, there you go, go put that phone down. Put it down. Tablet down. I need all electronics on the counter. That's right. That's right. And ours, ours too. Household rule, right? Ours too, though, parents. Yeah, I'll be honest. We'll tell them to put ours down, put theirs down, and then go scrolling on Twitter. Self-included. <laughs> self-included.
2: Real quick and fast in a
0: hurry. And the mental effects that it's having on us are detrimental. We all need a break. Well, because when I was on my space, yep. Well <laughs> <laughs> it it's, it's when my DJ career was just taking off. So I was no you had longer to be on there. just that college getting, no, I wanted to be on there, not just had to be like, oh, let me go open up a MySpace account. No, I wanted to be on there because mm. I wanted to expand, you know, as a DJ and, be, you know, and I wanted to be the man. I wanted to be, you know, popular. I want to get more gigs and I wanted to get my followers up. And I was mm. going out of town and going to DJ conventions. Hey, what's your MySpace? This, that, da, 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 da. Mm. And, You know, I'm at the radio station and, you know, you're swapping MySpace pages with people. And, we, and it was a big, big deal because I was just getting in the industry so you could—it was people getting paid to put certain songs on their page. I was—I didn't do that, but I was getting paid to design pages for other people. Wow! Because I got so good at making that—that's where I was coding at. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would find a website to tempt, You know, you could do a template. And, you know, it will kind of teach you how to code, and then you just copy and paste that into the MySpace design layout, mm-hmm. whatever and you can have stuff falling on your page and music playing different backgrounds and all that type of stuff. And that was a thing because that whole top eight, top 16, mm-hmm. I know for a fact there were people charging for those slots. Wow. For a fact, that's when it started to grow. It's to like top 32, top 64, because it's people that will get popular enough to where you know artists would pay to be in those slots on somebody's mm-hmm. page or to put the music on somebody's page. The more, you know, you seeing the same song on a bunch of people's pages, it's going to stick. Yeah. It's like hearing it on the radio enough. Exactly. Yeah, man. Those are the days. MySpace was a fun <laughs> time. because I was just starting to DJ and just starting to get, you know, popular state to state to state and trying yeah. to push mixtapes and, you know, show how, you know, good I was. I was getting in like magazines and stuff like that it was my space was a whole different thing Jonas knew how to put a mixtape together
1: i'm gonna tell y'all now <laughs> <laughs> i cop, i copped all four volumes <laughs> for his uh, before his radio station For his radio station
0: said he can't do that no more yeah 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 we ain't gonna get into that we ain't gonna get that not not today anyway not today that's yeah, a different topic but social media man you know just like they say uh you gotta watch what you eat we have to watch what we consume period Yeah, because we it's you we're in our phones more than we are in front of anything else nowadays. Yeah, so you know, you know, with this whole social media thing, like as much as we police our children, man, we got to police ourselves too.
1: Well, you said something about managing our self esteem and all that, but also our social, just our interactions altogether. True, Um, because I mentioned it before. You can you can be anybody you want to be behind the social media page you can be the tough guy you can be the uh uh, a little more for lack of a better term softer you can be um the super christian you can be the the super muslim you could be uh anybody you create in your mind Mm -hmm. and then you start at some point that leaks out into That can leak. I won't say it always does, but it can leak into our interpersonal relationships in real life. (laughs) Like, yeah, you've been putting that persona up all day. And Jeff, this goes into a psychological part. So you hop in whenever you put that up all day. And next thing you know, you're talking to other people the same way that you talk to people on social media and you forget and I think one of these, you know, there's these trends of these uh, people playing pranks for the TikTok likes. Yeah, buddy. And then they end up getting folded up mm-hmm. because they feel like, oh, I did this at this place and nothing bad happened. So I can do it at this place and nothing bad will happen. Then they get, <laughs> they get folded up. They get stomped in the chest a couple of times because they, Messed around and did it with the wrong person. They went to for that yeah. one more like.
0: They thinking that, oh, man, I was just playing. It's just a joke, man. It's just social media. Yeah. No, it to ain't, who? It ain't. See, that's the thing. You ran up on old school. Old school don't play like that. The lines uh, between social media and real life get, are getting blurred. Yeah. And, like, this social media stuff is not real at all. And then they don't realize that until they run into a real-life situation <laughs> <laughs> that they can't get themselves out of. Because they wanted uh, to get some likes. Because they wanted some
1: likes. They wanted to go viral. Wanted some to go of that viral. That stuff
2: is funny too, but I, I can't even lie. I, I, every time I see it, I'm laughing, but I'm like, bruh, you have got to not like your life. Like you walking through Walmart, you decide to put, you know, put put a basket over somebody's head and you put one over your head real quick so you can get some laughs. And everybody's looking around, like, who did it? Bruh, those are kind that, of funny. Those are hilarious. <laughs> But you're crazy to invade somebody's space like that. Social media yep. get your butt whooped in Walmart uh, or worse, you know. And so, you know, that's that's probably the biggest um, angle that we got to make sure that, especially with our children, yep. um, they understand. Is like, look, man, that's that is a world out there that is not real. That is it's a, entertainment. Uh, it's an <laughs> alternate universe.
0: Well, like I told my <laughs> son, like I didn't, we didn't let him get a real cell phone and get on social media till he was like 13 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things I told him, I was like, I know you see all these videos that you're gonna see a bunch of videos of people going viral, doing something stupid. Right. I was like, trust me when I tell you, like, that's not the lane you wanna go in. Like, don't go whipping out your phone doing something stupid at school, trying to go viral. I was like, let's say that works, right? You pull a prank at school or something and you go viral. Now you got to do something stupider, stupider mm-hmm. to do it again, to keep that up. And there was this guy that used to be all over social media. He used to yell, boom gang. And then steal something or just tear something up in the store or something like that. Like he'd be trying on some shoes and then like, boom gang. And then like steal something, steal the shoes or run out the store, or do something crazy. Right. He was real crazy looking at tattoos all over his face. And like that worked at first. And I brought this up to my son. I was like, yeah, remember that guy? Where is he at now? He was like, he was just silent. Like, I don't know. I was like, exactly. Cause he ran out of stupid stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And now don't nobody know where he at. I have never even heard of this person. I'll send you something. <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> 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 I got a, got a little something to help you out.
0: Right. Um, but I probably won't send it to you because it ain't even worth you seeing but just know that it was extremely popular with the kids at one point. And then all mm-hmm. of a
2: sudden he gone, gone. Yeah. Yeah. That, so. Yeah. That, there was that, that, that guy, kind of hefty guy and real skinny kid that would go into a store and do something crazy like that too, and start dancing. Um, uh, I can't, I think his name was Dan or something, but I can't remember, but I know they were talking about because they was
0: from start, New Orleans. They were, um, yeah, they, the big guy would be kind of be like calling out. It was a real skinny guy mm-hmm. that was light skinned. He would do all the dancing, and then the guy filming it would be like talking. But a uh, Peter Piper picker pan. Dan is the man <laughs> yeah. with the pan when they hit you with the wop exactly. And The other guy would be dancing while he do this all over the place. Exactly. And it was real Blair. hot for like a summer, yeah.
2: <laughs> and that was it. They disappeared. And they they disappeared. disappeared. I think that's the key. Uh, I think that's the key. You know. uh, Turning the subject a little bit, I don't know nothing about this guy, but Kevin Samuels made himself very Mm -hmm. popular as a YouTuber, another form of social media, one we didn't talk about. Um, This guru of sorts um, who talks about relationship matters as it relates to african self-proclaimed.
1: A self-proclaimed guru is my understanding. Uh,
2: uh, Of sorts. That's what the of sorts means. Y'all didn't see the air quotes. Um, But yeah, you know this is a guy who you know just recently passed away um you know a couple of days ago um and you know his 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 rhetoric was such that it was very engaging to some and off putting to others um and you know again you know god rest his soul i'm 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 not with the rest of black twitter and the rest of social media saying you know forget that dude and disrespecting him on on the day of his death i don't think that's right at all but that just gives you a sense of how uh, impactful social media can be that dude had a following of individuals that really liked him and a following of individuals that really hated him and it came out after you know it was um alleged that he had passed away just where the supporters and where that line was. So social media is is so, it, it, it's such a defining thing when it comes to culture as it is today, um, that if we're not careful, you can easily be you know pulled into, it. it's almost like our mamas were, I don't know if any of y'all had a stay at home mama at the time, maybe you didn't, uh, but my mama stayed at home for a little bit of time And um, she she wasn't drama or anything like that when it came to these. But a lot of women were very dramatic over the soap operas and and what was going on in those shows. And Mm -hmm. it's very similar to that is what social media does to us in today's time. It's like social media is the, you know, the 21st century soap opera.
0: Mm. I'm glad you brought up Kevin Samuels. I don't know how we didn't get into that, but um, I think they call that a polarizing figure. That is, a, that is yeah. an appropriate word. Um, and my whole thing about Kevin Samuels is that, um, you know, for years, you know, he really started to blow up when he started to uh, tear down women. And mm. I say tear down. I know a lot of people say, no, he was just being honest. But the words he chose to mm. be honest with, there's a way to be honest without being outright hurtful and cruel. Yeah. And I think that he did make some good points sometimes. <laughs> I will give him that. but the delivery method in which he chose to make those points just completely overshadowed the good points. So it's like, you might as well have not even made the good point at all mm-hmm. if because of the, of the method that he chose to deliver those points. Now to his, to his credit, I will say that um he was tearing down men for years before he started tearing down women, black men in particular, you know, as far as just kind of being blunt in your face, truth with, what they needed to do to improve themselves and then when he switched to women and was doing the exact same way my only problem is that how does that get more popular then we have to control what we give our attention to because Mm -hmm. it's the same people men and women who were ridiculing him for what he chose to do that made him popular Mm -hmm. they would get on social media Get on Facebook, get on Twitter and tear him apart, not realizing that you're just building his empire, drawing attention you're building, to him. You're, you're giving him more attention to make people say, what? what, what is he, what is he doing? You know, and then they would get on there. Feel, some would feel the exact same way. Some would feel, you know, like, well, there's something there. Mm-hmm. But either way, we continuously feed that which hurts us.
2: Mm-hmm. And we feed it and we consume it. We yeah. feed it and we consume it. That's, a, that's, the, that's the, the, the strategy of social media though. Yeah, That is the exact strategy of social media. We talked about it before. Not to is mention
0: that, what, that these what, women were calling in. Yeah. He wasn't just picking people at random on social media. Like, hey girl, you need to get your life together. You, you know, you're, you're 35 fat and single, you right. know, like you're doing, you know, you're doing bad. These people would call in, ask for advice if you already know what he's doing and then he would clown yes he they were calling in this was a call-in thing
1: like i said i'm with jeff i ain't know the, I ain't know him from a hole in the wall mm-hmm. I, but I every heard. time his every time his name came up on uh-huh. my timeline it was and this was even before he he passed away mm-hmm. it was all um why are y'all listening to this dude? He's a he's a nut. Exactly. He's a clown. He's a why are y'all why don't he the way he treats black women, which, yes. which that's is that's a whole that's a whole different topic. How we as a society bad. need to treat black women. Yes. Stay tuned. <laughs> um but just the way that he would treat our black women was just it sounded atrocious. And I was. just kept thinking, this
0: dude, it how was. are people even how are people listening to him? And that Thanks. is it. That's my point right there. That's it, and right it's there. it's almost as if he did that intentionally because he knew what it would do. Well, it's what you mm-hmm. said earlier, it's branding. Yep. It's branding.
1: And we what they're, fall for it. What forward. they're doing on social media is just the brand that they present. It's like, but
0: we keep falling for the same old banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> Ain't that it? It's
1: like, you, it's like your boy on uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> like we just who was, falling who forward, was, man. Who was so militant. Yeah. <laughs> His whole right. family was of European descent. Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's exactly. just like, uh, that's why I couldn't understand about it. It's like, if you don't like what the man has to say. Why, why, why you, pay it any attention? Why do you, not only paying it attention, it's one thing like to check them out, watching once back, like, this ain't, this ain't it. And well, then watch i watch them no more. It. But they would keep watching. Yeah. And then they would post about it on their page, giving him an even wider audience. And even Dang. post a
2: link too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They post
0: the link. Like, oh, you got to see this. He's awful.
2: Yeah. Right, I mean that's that's all that, that's that's very close to just like it is when it comes to uh, you know the political figures on you know Fox or CNN. Exactly. You know, You don't like what they like that they're mm-hmm. saying, but instead of avoiding the conversation, you find yourself engaging in the conversation because yep. of your disgust about what was said yep. due to your own political beliefs. Right. Like, if you don't like Fox News, don't watch Fox News. If you don't like CNN News, don't watch CNN News. You don't have to go out here and say this cat is terrible and he's, and he's horrible about it. So you you just, you don't have to consume that, which isn't good for you yes. or, or you don't like. Um, but instead what we do, and this is not, this is not just black culture. This is every culture. Every culture will do what they can do to try and defame somebody that doesn't agree with them, mm. only adding to their, uh, their, their value and, and their personality. It only helps them.
0: You're absolutely correct. So I guess we could wrap this up by saying that um, be careful what you consume, be careful what you're allowing your kids to consume with this social media stuff, because everybody has their own little personal device now. So it's a little harder, you know, before, you know, you got the TV, everybody might have like a TV in their room, but you can kind of control what comes through that TV Mm -hmm. and you can monitor that a little better now. People got AirPods in and they got earbuds in and they got headphones on and they got this little screen in front of them. And these videos are moving quicker and quicker. And if you know, social media is the algorithms are going faster and faster. And it's harder to keep up with what your kids are watching, or your kids are consuming. So make sure you're mm-hmm. very careful on that. Do not feel bad about invading their so called privacy. I am under There's the no belief that there is no such thing as a child having not privacy. In my house. None as long as they sense. are under your roof, so they,
2: do what you got to do. Have privacy when they come and see the therapist.
0: Exactly, do home, what you got to do
2: to control there's, there's levels to this
0: and monitor what they consume. And then, as much as hard as you are on them, be just as hard as as you Denized are on yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Let me control the scripture in real quick. What
0: you consume.
2: Absolutely. Um, First Corinthians 16 and 13 and 14 say this, be watchful, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. I think that's a, a pretty good catalyst statement for what we talked about today. The carefulness that we need to have as it relates to society and what we consume in general is very important. If we're not careful to pay attention to what we're consuming, we become what we consume. And that's what this generation is experiencing with social media. They are consuming so much of these public figures, these brand tactics, these strategies that are making other people popular. And of course, yeah, if you become a popular YouTuber, you can do that for a living and you get paid well to do it. However, if you're not being watchful, if you're not standing firm in who you are and being courageous to stand up against the things that are against your own personal values, then you'll become a victim to the system as well, as, as opposed to being victorious to end in the system. So, you know, we we need to be be very careful to do that. Parents, make sure that your children understand that the value of themselves comes from self and comes from you and not what they consume. And then again, like uh, Joe was saying is parents, The same is for you. Like, don't just go out here consuming all this garbage and thinking that that's not going to come out in your parenting. That's not Mm. going to come out in your your professionalism. That's not going to come out in some form or fashion in who you are. What you consume is who you become and what you become is what you will produce. And so you have to be very careful for that. Let all that you do be done in love and
0: you'll win every time. You know, it's real funny. But we're about to give out all of our social media handles. <laughs> yes, we are. Are we doing <laughs> not our oh, not our personal, personal <laughs> <one>. <laughs> It's like, yeah. Watch what you consume. Hey, by the way, hey, he was nervous. Like, wait, wait, <laughs> by the way. show
2: and wait. send it
0: to somebody.
1: I mean, <laughs>
2: by the way, follow me at.
1: <laughs> you can. I'm at God's hands three on on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna you gonna see you, some stuff. You, you might you, <laughs> you might think you might think you know me. <laughs> mm.
2: You do not know. Me. Hey, look, we're we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on um, um, Instagram. We are
1: good things to consume
2: Yachty. at the Refresh Podcast. On all three, just check us out. The Refresh Podcast on Facebook, at The Refresh Podcast on Twitter, and on Instagram. We also have an email address, The Refresh Podcast at writeme.com. Check us out. Email us. Give us subject matter. We want to talk to you, get feedback from you. We haven't had any feedback as of yet, and I check the email regularly. Look, email us, for real. We want to hear. Hey, if y'all I- don't tell I- us what
1: you want to hear. We're just going to say what we want to say all the
0: time. Hey, that's But also right. this, check this out, y'all. Blow us up, or we're just going to start attacking our black men and women so we can get power.
2: <laughs> he's lying. I will, I will, I will resign my role as spiritual like the spiritual <laughs> and we get some we attention. we're the re- refreshing, refreshingly toxic podcast. It's very toxic here. Hey, look, we uh, we, we, we appreciate we y'all feedback.
1: appreciate y'all thanks for listening to us thanks for listening man have a good one